Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Commercial property insurance. Should you be getting landlord insurance? What type of insurance should you be getting in the commercial property space. If you buy a strata property, how is that different from a freestanding property? Do you really need landlord insurance? And how does the insurances differ in commercial property compared to residential? Join me in this podcast and I'll explain to you the ins and outs of how and what you should be getting. Commercial property insurance. So you've bought a commercial property building. Now, when should you be getting your property insured and what at what time? Now, if you're in Queensland, technically you should start insurance from the beginning of when you sign the contract and you should be getting a cover note to cover you for the period while it's under due diligence and finance all the way till settlement until you buy the property. Now, if you have a strata property, if you're buying a strata property, it has continuous insurance, so you don't need to worry about taking out your own cover note. But sometimes it can be really, really hard to actually get this cover note while you're in Queensland and finding that insurance company that's going to insure you during that period without having to buy the insurance. So the best way sometimes I find is that during when you're in the contract period or as part of the conditions of the contract is that you ask the vendor to keep their insurance and keep the property insured until settlement. So you put that as a special clause in the contract. Now in any other state, New South Wales and Victoria, that does not apply. Uh, The insurance is with the landlord or the vendor until you settle on the property because technically it's not yours. So going forward, what kind of insurance do you need? Now, if you're buying a commercial property and it's happened to be a freestanding building, so it has maybe one tenant or two tenants and it may have some land component and it may have some vacancies or it may not have some vacancies, you'll need to get what we call a building insurance. So building insurance is actually for the actual property. So so building insurance is actually for the property itself and building insurance is actually insuring the actual bricks and mortars of the property. So you're not insuring the business inside, you're insuring the actual property. So the property is about uh, how how old it is, what it's made of, what's the ground made of, what's the roof, uh, is, does it contain other partitioning, does it have any special additions to the property, extensions, etc. So you'll need to get a quote from the insurance company and normally they would want some information that you can get from your pest and building report. So as part of your due diligence, you've got pest and building report. So this would be something you use all the information from there to transfer to your insurance. And sometimes it's worthwhile to give that to your insurance broker as well. In commercial property, the insurance is a little bit more complicated than your residential. So sometimes it's worthwhile to actually get an insurance broker. So you're insuring for the freestanding building. Now, of course, your tenants inside will have business insurance. And the business insurance they have would ensure that their business runs and ensure for something that is perhaps a unforeseen event like business interruption. So if someone comes in a truck and comes in, runs into the property and they're unable to operate, that's called business interruption. Or if there's an act of God that happens and there is flash flooding or there's a cyclone or something takes off the roof and they can't operate, that again is part of act of God, but also part of business interruption. So that means that the tenant can continue to pay you rent or it covers their expenses if they need to move and 
and that means that they're covered but you as a landlord and also as a vendor how do you protect your property do you just need the freestanding property for building um, insurance or do you get something more well you can also take out what's called a business interruption or loss of rent insurance so they're two are separate and different type of insurance now loss of rent is for in case your tenant does a runner so your tenant gets up and does a runner it's a loss of rent insurance um, so they will pay but of course during COVID that has not happened but after COVID it may come back in now Business interruption, again, protects you in case something happens that is unusual and out of the ordinary and that your tenant has to move out and then you are short of rent and you need someone to subsidize your rent and everything else. That is also something you can get in your business insurance as well. And it's well worthwhile. Loss of rent may or may not be worthwhile depending on the type of property you're getting and the type of tenant you have inside. So that wraps up for freestanding properties. And of course, depending on where the location the property is, if your tenant's in a particular type of industry there may be additional levies on top of that as well so your insurance broker should be able to tell you more information about that as well and you know shortly we will have an insurance broker on our podcast and he will be able to give you the ins and outs of what to look for in a building insurance or what to get now if you're buying a free a property that you're part of a strata but in a freestanding lot so you might be a little warehouse you might be a retail shop or an office space then you might find that you're there's already insurance in place. So normally as part of strata or body corporate, there is insurance in place. So you would have the insurance in place for uh, for the building as well as for business interruptions, as well as for after God, as well for flooding. Uh, it will have a whole host of things that it's insured for. You as a as a uh, strata or as a property owner within the strata you will find that uh, that insurance already covers you covers the building so if the building was burnt down it will rebuild part of the building but what it doesn't cover sometimes and this is something you have to check is the internals of a property and you may or may not need to get insurance a lot of people don't get insurance internally because the fit out often is done by the tenant but you may be responsible for the carpet the blinds the air conditioning unit and maybe the kitchen it and maybe some of the the stuff in the bathroom for plumbing so if that's the case you might find that it's not worthwhile for you to actually get insurance for contents but rather that for you uh, you if something does break you will just pay for it as it comes along uh, and if in in the event that the property does get burned down then you're back to a bare shell and there'll be some cost that you need to outlay in terms of fitting it out but then that might also be tenant specific as well so find out what tenants in there what fit out they've done what exactly is yours before you go out and take insurance about maybe one percent of my clients take out insurance for the internals of a property uh, so most of the time uh, they'll fix things as they come or the, the fit out is done by the tenant so they don't need to. So there is a lot of variances in terms of the insurance. The other thing you might want to consider is if you're doing a development or a property with upside or if you're buying a vacant property, the insurance on the property is going to be different and it's going to be more than if you were buying a property with tenants in them. So a couple of things. If you're buying a property that is a property that doesn't have a tenant in there and will need some works. So if you had asbestos in there, you'll find that your insurance will increase because asbestos is not... Uh, 
it's something that is damaging to their health and it's not something that's looked favorably by the insurance company so you may want to spend the time and the money rip out the asbestos before you get the property insured the other thing to consider is whether the property is actually vacant and where is vacant in location to other tenants so if it's a standalone property in the middle of rural or regional area where there doesn't have many neighbors that are tenanted and your property happened to be vacant it's got a higher chance of vandalism considered by the insurance company therefore there will be a premium that you need to pay for the property until it's tenanted the moment it becomes tenanted you will find that the prop the insurance actually drops and you're paying less insurance so that's an incentive to get a vacant property and tenanted or if you could find a tenant there month by month uh, while you are doing the refurbishments that would be even better for your insurance now of course that again changes if you have a property that is within say a, a complex or within a a, a uh a group of strata and it happens to be vacant or then you don't need to get additional insurance because a strata already have insurance so it actually reduces the cost if you buy a vacant strata property and keep it ten and then look for a tenant as well the other options of course if you're buying a freestanding and it happens to be amongst others that have already tenants in there then that's going to also reduce a little bit of the premium because you're the only shop amongst a whole strip of other tenanted ones and so that makes a difference so lots of different facets to the property makes differences in your in the building insurance so that's why it's worthwhile to talk to uh, a a insurance broker about it the other thing to consider as well is that if you are doing upsides or or you're doing a um, an uplift to the property like creating manufacturing equity or that you've got vacant land that you might want to develop on later on there may be an additional cost to insure that land or to look at something that uh, other people uh areas around there so if there are lots and lots of vacant land around you and you're in the middle of a development and the area is fenced off then you may need to pay for something like um, some public liability the reason for that is you never know when you're off the job site or when you're when your builders are not working there that someone may trespass on the site and they may fall and they may hurt themselves and they may sue you for it and that's what public liability is about it's about you insuring yourself just in case someone trespasses on your land while you're not there and hurts themselves now for most building insurances that are freestanding and for most strata insurances there is public liability already built in so if someone did happen to come into your premise slip over uh, they obviously will sue your tenant but they may also attach you as part of the lawsuit and that means that your insurance company can defend that under public liability anyway so there are um uh there are lots and lots of different avenues for uh, commercial property in terms of insurance, but but to start out with, look at something that is, we look at a base policy, we look at the current policy that's in place, see if we can use uh, some of that base policy and then add on to that. So it's worthwhile to talk to an insurance broker. There's, there, there's independent insurance brokers out there. There's also national insurance brokers. And make sure each year you do really renew your insurance because commercial properties can change and the insurance on it can change as well. So that means that you know one area could not be prone to flooding but have had a natural disaster 
ASA this year, you may need to update your insurance because if you don't, there will be things that make it null and void. There's also things that will make insurance void in the commercial space if you had a tenant that wasn't suitable for the use. So let's say you have a retail tenant and they had a tenant come in and they were they didn't change the use and they started doing storage and warehousing out of there, then your insurance company may not insure that because they may be storing dangerous goods in there. So it's worthwhile to notify your insurance company as you change your tenants to make sure that your insurance premium doesn't change. Because at the end of the day, if you change from a tenant that, let's say a nail bar, which is your run-of-the-mill tenant or a hairdresser, but then all of a sudden you get a tattooist in or the tattooist comes in as part of the hairdresser's business, then you would find that you're under skin penetration and as a result, your insurance will go up. And that happens a lot with different different types of tenants. So your tenants might be a restaurant type tenant and that might be working run of the mill tenant and they may be using the grease trap downstairs, but they may not be doing any fried food for the moment. They might be just serving your everyday sandwiches and coffee and, and, uh, and tapas meals and things like that. But the moment they decide to get a deep fryer of a certain size and they start doing fried foods and particular type of different types of food or perhaps next door you ended up with a fish and chip shop well then your insurance changes as well because that affects on the possibility of the the property being burnt down whether it has adequate fire safety in there all affects the insurance and how the insurance changes so there's many many facets but it's worthwhile to keep your insurance updated especially in the commercial space as you change your tenants um, because you don't need that in the residential space and you don't need landlord insurance in the um, commercial space as you do in the residential space the reason for that is your tenant is operating a business inside the premise you provided them it is their livelihood so there's no incentive for them to go and burn down the building destroy the building or actually just wreck your property because it's where they derive their income so they're going to take care of their property better than a residential tenant will take care of your residential property they will take care of it as their own they will do a lot of uh, maintenance on that property and they'll keep it up to really good shape so you don't need landlord insurance but in in the residential space, landlord insurance also covers for some parts of loss of rent. And whereas in the commercial space, you have to take out a separate insurance for that if you wanted it, because it's not very common. If your tenant did default on the rent or if your tenant did not pay the rent, it's an absolute obligation under the lease. And therefore, you have to sue for it and get a judgment or get a payout for it from your tenant. And most of the time, the tenant comes to an agreement with you if they were having troubles paying the rent. So... At the end of the day, your insurance really depends on the type of property you're buying, the location, the t- tenant that you have inside, and also whether the property is vacant or not, and where it's where it's located in terms of other tenants as well. So there's many different facets. So I encourage you to go and if you're buying a commercial property go and speak to an insurance broker uh, if you would like a referral if you like or if you'd like to discuss with me a little bit further about it you can always reach out to me and helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au or go to helentarrant.com and send me a message by that alternatively uh, if you are unsure about your insurance, uh, there is some of the big brand names out there like CGU that will also give you some advice and help you get uh, uh, commercial building insurance. So what you're looking for is actually commercial building or commercial property insurance when you do do a search online uh, and that should give you some more information about it as well. Uh, on an, another note, if you are 
buying a property, the time to take out insurance is when you've done your due diligence and your finance and you're ready to go unconditional. You'll need the insurance or the certificate of currency, whether it's from your strata company or whether from your own insurance company, sent to the bank in preparation for settlement. Um, And on that note, I wish you the best of luck on getting your commercial property. If you need a hand on anything commercial property related, reach out to me at helentarrant.com and I'll see you on the next podcast. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.